Welcome to the Hennapreneur Podcast, the exclusive podcast of its kind, dedicated to giving you an honest look at the reality of making a living as a henna professional. I'm your host, Chelsea Stevenson, professional henna artist and business strategist. I teach budding henna artists and seasoned henna pros alike how to build vibrant, profitable businesses doing what they love. I went from being the girl who could barely piece together a fluid design to being owner of the most celebrated henna boutique in my city. And with years of experience growing my own business and helping others to do the same, I'm here to spill all the tea on what it takes to be a bona fide hennapreneur. Our show starts in just under 60 seconds, but first, here's a quick shout out to my sponsors. This episode is sponsored by The Design Lab. Are you ready to improve your henna designing skills and develop your very own signature style? You know, you know, like one that your clients will love and they'll choose you for every single time they need their henna fix? Yeah, you definitely wanna be inside of the lab. The Hennapreneur Design Lab is a monthly subscription that provides you with curated design classes and follow along templates to build your henna skill set, so you can work with clients more confidently, creating stunning designs that wow them every single time. Inside of the Design Lab, artists just like you are working to build their henna application skills, boost their confidence with design composition, and give their clients a fresh new reason to visit them each and every month. Members of the Design Lab receive classes each month with in-depth lessons that show the techniques being taught both on flat surfaces and also showing real-time client application. So you get to watch, listen, and learn as you walk through the designing process from start to finish, not just on a practice board, but also in a real setting with a real person. Plus, when you join the Design Lab, you get two bonus classes as well. Foundations of Design, where you learn to master the essential building blocks of henna designing, and Working with Clients 101, a class that's all about how to prepare for client work, the etiquettes of working with henna, and the must-have gear that every henna artist needs. You can learn more about the Design Lab by visiting hennapreneur.com. All right, let's get to the show. Hey, hennapreneurs. No, today I am really just feeling myself. I'm feeling myself, y'all. And I have to tell you, this is, I'm so excited to be able to share this episode with you because if you, you know, let me, let me pause. Let me, let me, let me pause. Let me pause. Let me pause. If you haven't seen already, like if we're not connected on Instagram, we should definitely get connected on Instagram. But today I had the opportunity to share a post that I was just so excited about. And um, I'm going to talk to you guys about it because, you know, I just, man. Okay. So I am celebrating today because today I hit a milestone, a personal milestone that I have wanted for a very long time. And it's a milestone that is made possible by the success and the growth of my business. And um, I just, I, I feel like for so long, I kind of had my eyes set on it. But so often, I think that I, I almost felt like it wasn't possible. And that's something for a whole nother day, right? But today I am celebrating being able to take my family, take my family, y'all, we're a family of five, take my family on our first international trip. And this is something that's so, I mean, it may sound like small potatoes, like, I don't know what sort of lifestyle you guys live, right? But 
for me, this is a huge, huge thing. I've never taken my children outside of the U.S. Um, that's something that I've wanted to do for a very long time. You guys know I'm a homeschooler. Like I value being able to take them and, and show them things and show, you know, allow them to have experiences. But um, the idea of traveling abroad, the idea of international travel at all has always been really intimidating to me from a financial perspective. Um, and today I am celebrating because it's been made possible by my business. And I, and so I want to talk to you guys about it, right? So let me just say, let me just, let me just pause. If you don't know my story, let me like give you like a, just a little quick short rundown, right? So when I first started working with Henna, I was a single parent. I actually had no intention of being a Henna artist. I like never would have imagined being a Henna artist ever. That was never like, it was never on my radar ever, ever. And I say that like ever, okay? <laughs> so what happened was I was working as a social worker. I was working with a particular nonprofit. Um, I go into work uh, one day and literally I walk in the door and I receive news that I need to basically turn around and go home. I'm no longer needed. Um, long story short, yeah, I was, I was let go. And I had, at the time, I had my son. I was a single parent. He was very, very small. I want to say he was, oh, I always get the math, the math wrong, but he was just over a year old, right? He was just over a year old. And um, I remember feeling like, like, I don't know what to do now. I literally had just up and moved across the country. I'd moved from the, uh, from, from the Virginia area to um to nebraska and like if you're not familiar with u.s geography i went from the east coast all the way to like the middle of the country it's a 20 some hour like difference right drive um and so this was huge i, I just upped my you know picked up myself and uprooted myself and my and my kid and we moved across country and to be in a place where that's totally new to me um, and to have lost my job was terrifying to say the least. To make matters worse, I'd moved to a really, really small town and there the job market was very competitive anyway, because there simply weren't enough high enough paying jobs to be able to, um, maintain a family. And so what happens is I had the habit of having henna, um, on. I would wear henna, you know, it was something that was cheap at the time I was buying chemical cones. I didn't know any better. Um, and I was buying chemical cones and using them on myself. Um, and, uh, I would, you know, I would do my henna and that was the thing that I would do for self-care because I was a single parent. I wasn't rolling in dough. I didn't have the money to go and get my hair and my nails done. Like that wasn't a thing, you know? And so if I, but I knew, you know, if I could get a cone of henna, I could do my henna, you know, maybe three times, just pop it back in the freezer. You know, I could do it like three times. That was a good return on my investment, if you will, right? So I had the habit of having henna on, especially, you know, during stressful times. And so after I'm let go, I went and I had, I, I put some henna on. And um, so I go through the grocery store, right? And uh, long story short, I get to the cash register. The cashier sees my henna, likes it, asks me what I do it for her. And I'm like, ah. Uh, yeah, absolutely. Because I'm there literally spending the last that I've got. I had like $32 left to my name. And, um, so for her to say, you know, will you do it for me? Like, I'll pay you. 
I'm like, yes, I will do it for you. Like, <laughs> absolutely. Like when and where? Tell me, tell me the things. And so that's how I started. And I tell you this because when I started my business, I I really, it wasn't that it was like, oh, I started because I loved henna and I really wanted to do henna. No, that's not, that wasn't my journey. I started my business because I needed to make an income yesterday so that I could pay for, you know, for groceries. I would, I needed to make that money like ASAP, you know what I mean? So I could take care of my kid. And so for me, the experience of being a henna artist has always been one of, I have to be successful, right? But it also was always one of, I have to have goals. Like I, I need this, you know, I need to make X dollar amount this month or else. And it was, you know, I need to make X dollar amount this month or else I'm not going to have enough for rent or else I'm not going to have enough for groceries or else I'm not going to have enough for whatever, you know? And so of course, as my business grew, as my life changed, you know, I went on and I got married and I had additional children and so forth. Like over the, the, the change, just the evolution, right. That I had personally, professionally and so forth, those goals changed as well over time. And, um, and every time I would reach a new place in my business, I would set a new goal for myself and not just like a professional goal, like, oh, I want to serve this many clients this year, um, or I want to make X amount of dollars this month. My goals started to shift, um, into more of a lifestyle per uh, perspective because I realized that I wanted to provide a certain experience for my children specifically. Um, and one that made me feel good as a parent and one that made me feel good as a woman and one that, you know, just made me feel good as an individual. And so I remember, I mean, I had, there were a few specific things that I, I was like, you know what, these are things that I really want to reach. And I want to reach them by way of making changes in my business that would allow for them. So like the first thing I, I remember one of my first goals, um, when I started to make the shift from, oh, I just want to like hit a certain revenue goal, which like, let me be clear, having revenue goals is super important because if you don't have that, then you don't know how to, you don't know how to map out how you're going to get there. Right. And we can talk about that like, you know, another day, but for, for, for now, like having revenue goals is important, but that's not like when I, it, it's not enough. Like you need to have a reason why. And so for me, there were multiple, you know, small goals, small milestones that I had uh, for myself that I wanted to reach and I wanted to reach them with the success of my business specifically. So um, like the first one, one, one of the very first ones when I started to make that shift into like more lifestyle goals was that I wanted to be able to go to the supermarket and buy groceries um, without having to check my, my, my account balance. And like, I'm just going to be honest, that was an experience that I don't know about for you guys, but that was an experience that I could not ever take for granted. Like I, because I did have that background, like being the single parent and struggling and like really, you know, at the end of the month, putting things together. Like I remember, you know, at the end of the month, I'm like, oh, okay, I'm going to be short $70. What can I sell? You know, what, do I have any like knickknacks or like furniture or whatever, like old clothes, whatever, like what can I sell to make up this gap, you know? And so to come from that sort of background um, and, and not, you know, to not have that experience of, oh, I can just go shop with confidence that I can pay the bill, man, you know, for me, it was like, okay, when, once I have this business, 
I want this business up running and I don't want to have to have that stress on my shoulders anymore. Um, and so it was, it was like, you know, I want to be able to go grocery shopping and not have to worry. I remember a time when my son was very, very little. I was still single parenting at the time. This was before, it's before I actually went like full-time, full-time, right? It was very much in the early iteration of my business. And I remember, you know, my son, he used to love to eat peaches. And for me, that was, that was like one of the goals. I wanted to be able to go to the grocery store and buy him fresh peaches and have enough to be able to cover that. Um, and that, I mean, y'all, I'm like, <laughs> I'm kind of, I'm trying, I'm like catching myself because I'm, I'm like, I'm, I'm getting like, uh, a little emotional, you know, even just thinking about it because it's like, you know, I, I remember that struggle so, so, so vividly. And I wanted to go beyond that. Like I, I, I didn't want to feel that pressure anymore. Um, I wanted to be able to go to the supermarket and buy groceries and put food on the table um, without fear of is this is, you know, is my is my card going to be declined? Am I going to have enough cash? Um, and then, you know, from there, it kind of grew like, you know, I want to go to the you know, I want to be able to take my kids to the store. You know, I want to take my, you know, take my son to the store, take my my new baby, you know, my daughter um, who she was she was a baby when I went full time. Um, you know, I want to, I want to take them to the store and, and be able to buy toys for them and not have to worry um, about, you know, the price tag of what, whatever it was that they picked. Like that was a thing. And I remember once I reached that place where I hit that milestone and going to the grocery store, you know, for the first time and not checking, like not having to like scramble to, to do the math and make sure I don't have any like pending transactions or like, you know, looking at the bank app to see if something was coming out or, you know. I remember that first experience and just feeling like a freaking boss. Like you couldn't have told me nothing that day. And and I I loved it. Like I loved seeing that shift, that the confidence that I felt. Um and just the the feeling of like you can do this. You know, like you are you're amazing. You know what I mean? Those sorts of um, those sorts of emotions, that sort of affirmation, uh, was something that it really changed me. And so I started to create other goals for myself. Um, I'll tell you, like even recently, over the past uh, two years, specifically within the past two years, I implemented a a goal, and I it's I started it two years ago. Um, and that was that for every month that I worked a festival. I also wanted to take my family on a weekend vacation that month. So if I worked a festival one month, let's say, like if I committed to any festival in the month of June, that I'm also responsible for taking my family away for a weekend in the month of June. Like, and that wasn't that wasn't because of the monetary anything. It spoke to lifestyle. I wanted to be sure that if I'm going to, you know, dedicate a weekend away from my family that I'm giving back to my family that same amount of time. Um, and so just, you know, me being able to, to, uh, implement that change that felt amazing. And I remember the first year that I did it and I took my family on three vacations that year. And I was like, I was ecstatic. Like I remember telling everybody, <laughs> I took my family on three vacations this year. And it's like uh now, you know, now it seems like it's 
you know, maybe it's not such a big deal because I've, it's something that I've now been, been doing, but just feeling like, oh my gosh, like I, I, this is a milestone that I didn't think that I could do. Like literally I, I didn't, I didn't know like what I, would I be able, would my business be, um, uh, viable enough that I could afford a hotel for a weekend? You know what I mean? Like, it was a real, that's, that's a real thing, you know? And um, coming from that, you know, again, coming from that scarcity background, coming from that background of like, oh, I have to make ends meet to know, like, my business is is viable enough. It's, it's, it's working enough. It's, it's got enough revenue for me to be able to do this thing. Like that is, it, it really changed the way that I saw myself and the way that I felt about myself. More recently, as in like within the past year, I took uh, I took on a new um, a new goal, and that was that every single month, I wanted to um, be able to take on a new expense, and that expense would have to be an investment of some sort. So uh, every single like every month, I would take on a new recurring expense that would yield me some sort of growth. And maybe that was, you know, bringing in a new partner into my business. I say partner, like bringing in a new um, consultant or bringing in a new uh, resource of some sort or bringing in a, like a new skill um, that could have been like taking a course or learning something new or, um, you know, coaching with someone or wh whatever, like bringing in a new expense, bringing in a new, a new investment for myself every month. That was something that, you know, just over this year, the 2019, that I was like, okay, this is something I'm going to implement because I want to change the lifestyle that I have in a different way. And, you know, at this time it wasn't, oh, it's just the time, you know, you know, I should just the time, I shouldn't say it's just the time, just the time with my family. No, that's a big deal. Right. But, um, I wanted to change, I wanted to make a change in a, in a way that was more tangible for me personally, because I realized in 2019, like I wanted to spend more time um, growing as an individual. And so how was I going to do that if I wasn't willing to invest time and money in myself? Right. So my business funds those things. And every time I make that investment, I also see return on that investment and it's phenomenal. So, but this one, this particular one that I'm celebrating today, this is one that I've had on my mind for a really long time. And for whatever reason, I did not feel like I could do it. And I think, you know, you know, as a parent, you're like, oh gosh, you know, the kids and they're expensive and, you know, they, you know, travel is not cheap and will they even appreciate it? And, you know, all those things that we think. And, um, I was like, man, you know, a family of five, do you want to take them overseas? You want to like international travel? That's not cheap. And it's not. Um, but as my, as my children get older, I realized how important it is to me that they have experiences outside of the United States, that they have experiences outside of their local communities, um, that they have the opportunity to see what life looks like in different places, and that they have the opportunity to experience um, something greater than themselves. And um, travel, I think, especially as a homeschooler, right? I feel like travel opens up so many opportunities for learning and for self-exploration and self-discovery and just a sense of uh, a more, a, a greater connection to the world at large, right? And I want that so badly for them. And so I said, you know what, I'm going to, I, I want to set this goal. I want, I want there to be a tradition of us 
taking trips outside of the United States. I want my kids to grow up um, having that experience. That's not experience that I've had. Like, let me, you know, I've, I've left the U.S. a handful of times, but definitely international travel in my childhood and my adolescent years and my teen, like none of that was a thing. Um, so I, that's something that's brand new to me. And, um, but it's something that I want that's, you know, of course you want to give better than what you had to your kids. You want them to have a, a, you know, a more robust experience than what you had. So, um, for me, I'm, I'm so thrilled, so thrilled to, you know, to have booked this trip, you know, to book this trip and to, to know that I'm, I'm in 2020, January, 2020, taking my family abroad, taking my kids, um, on their first international experience, we just got their passports back, like, and getting their passports in the mail. I was as excited as they were because I'm like, yes, you know, Chelsea, it's time you've done this. You know, you made this happen. You, you funded this and you funded this through Henna. Like I have to be really like, let me be super clear. I funded this through my local business, not like, Oh, you funded. Oh, it's because you're teaching courses. Oh, it's because you're teaching art. That's that's from Hannahpreneur. No, 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 my loves. That's that is my local business funding the goal that I have for myself and for my family. And I will I share it with you. And I hope that I hope that like I hope that you guys can celebrate this with me. I hope that it doesn't leave, you know come off as like hashtag humble brag because that's definitely not it. I'm sharing this with you because I want you also to consider like, what are those goals that you have for yourself and for your business? Like, are you just kind of in autopilot? Like, are you just doing henna for the sake of doing henna? Are you like doing it for the next dollar? Because if you're just doing it for the next dollar, that next 20, that next 50, that next 100, then like, where is that going? And I like, I believe in the concept of like, having an intentional money mindset, and having a place for every single dollar to go. And for me, having those goals where it's like, okay, this is, this is the goal that I want to get to. And for it to be a lifestyle goal, not just like, again, not just like, okay, this month I need to close X, X amount of dollars in revenue. But literally once I have X amount of dollars of revenue, how is this going to change the experience that I have? How is this going to change the experience that my children have, or that my household has, that my marriage has, that, you know, uh, that my community has, how, how is that going to impact me and those people around me who I love and care about? That's a different conversation. So like, I want to know, are are you being mindful even in your, uh, you know, in the planning of where you're going to spend that revenue uh, once you reach those goals? Because I feel like that's so powerful, you know? Ah, I'm so excited. Like I'm so excited. I'm geeking over here. And I, <laughs> and I, I, I'm now I'm looking and I'm like, okay, what's my next goal going to be? I don't, I don't know. I like, I've, I now I, I hit my goals, you know, in 2017, 2018, 2019. And now, you know, I just put that final like nail in the coffin for achieving my new goal going into 2020. And it's like, okay, now what, you know, what's, what's next for, what's next for Chelsea and what's next for Chelsea's family and so forth. And I want you also, you know, as we're going into the, to the new year, like understand like we are, we're going not only into a new year, we're going into a new decade, no less. It's like, you should have really high goals for yourself. So what are those? 
Like, what does that mean to you? What does that, what does success mean to you right now? Um, so I'd love to hear, like, if you're not already a part of the Hennapreneur community, I want to invite you, come and join us. We're, we're on Facebook. You can just go to Facebook, type in Hennapreneur community, or just type in Hennapreneur. You'll get uh, connected with, uh, with the free community on, uh, on Facebook. It's a private group just amazing, amazing company to be within. But, um, I'd love to hear from you there. Like, what is it that that's motivating you right now? And if you haven't, like, if you haven't gone that far as to think, you know, of, of what those goals might be in a lifestyle perspective, not just, again, not just one of dollars and cents, but in a lifestyle perspective, then like, let's do that. Can we do that? Like, <laughs> can we do that? Can we make a goal for 2020 uh, for you, for your business so that you can, you know, so you can reconnect with that. You can connect with that and you can feel like, you know, okay, no, there's a, an actual tangible outcome that you want to achieve. Because let me tell you, once you hit that milestone, hitting that milestone feels like nothing you've ever felt before. It is, it is so it's such an incredible feeling. It's so exhilarating. And I want that for you so badly. So yeah, come join me inside of the Hennapreneur community. Tell me, let me know what is it that's on your uh, business's uh, bucket list, if you will, list of goals in a lifestyle perspective. What's that milestone that you're hoping to hit next? And how are you going to do it? Like, how are you going to get there? Because I mean, that's pretty important too, right? <laughs> All right. I'll talk to you guys next time. Hey, babe, I wanted to give you a quick thank you for tuning into the show today. That was super cool of you to hang with me all the way until the end. Of course, I've got all the links that you might need from this episode inside of the show notes that you can find at hennapreneur.com slash podcast. If you enjoyed the show and want to stay in the loop with Hennapreneur, be sure to subscribe to the podcast too. You'll get all the new episodes as soon as they come out. I'd be so grateful if you take the time to rate or leave a review on Apple Podcasts while you're there. That tells iTunes that, hey, Hennapreneur is about something good, <laughs> and it helps us to reach more artists who would love the show. All right, that's all for today. I'll be back soon with another episode, but for now, let's get back to work, Hennapreneurs.